You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 157. Welcome to The Lively Show. I'm your host, Jess Lively, and this blogcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra intention to your everyday. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. I am so excited, as always, to speak with you. Today, I am recording from a flat in London. Over the last week, I've been in Edinburgh, Scotland. Actually, over the last two weeks, I've been in Scotland, in Edinburgh for the last week of it. And I am excited to be here in London for a few days. And at the end of the show, I'll share where I'm headed to next. But before I get to that, while I was in Edinburgh, I had an interesting lesson come into my life, which I'm very excited to share, which involves things at anthropology. So it's kind of interesting when you go through a travel experience, you kind of expect lessons to come from the travel, the people you meet, and all sorts of things like that. But this week's lesson came from Coasters at Anthropology and the empowering truth about when you want something that you can't or you choose not to have right now. So these Coasters at Anthropology on, I think it was George Street, really taught me a powerful lesson that I hope also resonates with you as well. After not seeing anthropologies for several months here in Europe, I haven't really come across many of them on my path, so I haven't really been around American stores like anthropology that have beautiful home goods sections. Haven't really been exposed to it, so I haven't really missed, as much as you might expect, this idea of having a home. I've kind of gotten used to living out of my carry-on suitcase, and as someone who used to be a designer of home goods and doing home tours and all that kind of stuff, I've been surprisingly not that sad about the fact that I don't have furniture or a home lately, until I found those coasters, and the vintage-looking glasses, and the brass bottle openers. I was sitting there in that home goods section thinking about all the things I would normally love to own or how I would decorate a home. And there was kind of this sadness that set in a little bit, very briefly, because I knew that that was completely impractical for me to purchase as I have to carry everything I own up tons of flights of stairs all the time right now. Even the shoes and the hats at the store too. I mean, this wasn't even just about the home goods, but those are the things that kind of get to me the most that I just love purchasing and having in my life. So as I've just shared, this is all completely impractical for me to have in my season of life, but I'll also be honest and say that sometimes going on Instagram makes me feel the same way as well right now. When I see beautiful homes, people with babies, or people in relationships sharing those beautiful moments of their lives on Instagram, they can also trigger this same feeling in me that longs for those things, those things I do want to have in my life, but they are not a part of my life in the present moment. Maybe you're even looking at my own life and the amount of travel that I've been doing on my own Instagram as well and feeling the same about my circumstances compared to your own circumstances. This is definitely not something I think that is unique to myself. These are just the things that right now are the things that are not in my life, homes, babies, coasters, relationships, <laughs> that are the things that are triggering it for me. But here's what I kind of have been realizing as I've been reflecting more and more on this, and this has been truly helpful for me. Sometimes the blend of our lives goes a bit more in one direction than another. So I know a lot of people talk about balance in life and can you have it, should you have it, will you have it, is it even possible to have it, all those sorts of things. 
lately, the word that's really been resonating to me is the blend of our lives. Forget balance. That word just, I think, has a lot of connotation, negative and perfectionistic in our society, the way we use it typically. But the word blend has this incredible concept behind it, which I'd love to share with you. I like to think about it like moose tracks ice cream. Now, this may be because I'm from Michigan and the Midwest, and this may not be a thing that's very known in other parts of the U.S., let alone the world. So let me explain what Moose Tracks ice cream is so that you know what I'm talking about. And anyone that also loves it, this is my favorite flavor of ice cream of all time. Moose Tracks ice cream is a vanilla ice cream base with thick fudge swirls swirled into the ice cream along with peanut butter cups like kind of dosed in there too. So every bite will be a little different. It's very, very rare that you're going to get an entire bite that has exactly the same ratio of vanilla ice cream to fudge and have a peanut butter cup in it. It's just not going to happen. You're not going to be able to eat the same bite twice the way that this ice cream is created. But it's truly my favorite one. So one bite might be all vanilla. One might be this delicious fudge or have more of the fudge than another bite. And then every now and then you're going to get a peanut butter cup. Or maybe in the off chance you might get two peanut butter cups in the same bite. But you're not going to get the same one every single time. This combination is incredible. But what happens in our lives, I think, when we think about this balance or whatever, or when we look at Instagram and try to have all the things that we like that we see, it's not realistic. Every single moment of our lives cannot be the perfect ratio of family to work to home to body to whatever things we're thinking about or whatever we're having envy or appreciation for. Instead, if we can zoom out just a little bit and look at the fact that each individual moment is not a perfectly proportioned and equal bite, but that the ratios and the blend of our lives overall can vacillate, change, include some more fudge than others, some more just the creamy ice cream than others, and sometimes you're going to get a peanut butter cup or two. I think that we're getting too caught up in judging our lives based on this single bite of ice cream instead of recognizing that the whole ice cream bowl of our lives has so much more interest because of the fact that the flavors fluctuate and the combinations change over time. It would truly be pretty boring to eat the same exact bite of ice cream every single time, even though there is probably a part of our ego that's going to say, I don't know if I believe what Jess is saying right now. If it was my very favorite bite, why would I not want to eat the same bite every single time? Here's my thoughts for you on that. It's because we would never be having new experiences. We'd be having old experiences every single time. Also, we wouldn't be able to develop new preferences, new things that we'd like to include in the flavors of our ice cream. Sometimes when you have less of what you want and then you figure out more of what you do want in the future, if you always had the same thing, you would never know what more you could want or have. And also, last but not least, of course, we wouldn't be growing. We would be stagnant. We would be stable. We would be stuck where we were. So the perfect bite of ice cream, if experienced every single time, would be boring. The perfection that we think we want right now would actually leave us bored and listless, longing for something completely different over time. So the fact that the things aren't exactly right 
that's fine. That's natural. And even if we did have it perfectly, we'd still get bored with that too. So what do we do when we have Instagram envy or anthro coaster envy in my case? We can recognize this simple truth. We do not have to own to appreciate. This is something that I shared on my Instagram last week as I was going through this lesson. I wrapped up the message with we don't have to own to appreciate. And that is the message I'd like to leave with you here as well. I can feel gratitude for the beauty of those coasters, those bottle openers, and those vintage glasses without having to buy them. This is something, especially in the U.S., I think is really difficult for us, especially when it comes to stuff and consumerism. It's been something that I've been able to reflect a lot on as I've been here in Europe and recognizing how much we think about buying stuff and the fact that the joy comes in having the thing. Versus can we just go appreciate beauty and not have to own it in order to have that positive emotion we think we will have when we buy it? Can we just look at something and appreciate the beauty for what it is without having to have it in our lives in that moment because we've spent money on it or taken the time to actually own this experience? For example, I can still look forward to a time where I will have those things in my life. I can appreciate their beauty right now with them not in my life, and I can still fully love my present circumstances. I can appreciate and live vicariously through friends and family or the people on Instagram that I follow that have those perfectly curated homes. I can use my imagination to put myself temporarily in their shoes and feel the emotions I'd like to experience that they're having in their lives right now. I don't actually have to have the children. I don't actually have to have the home. I don't actually have to own the coasters. In order to use my imagination to put myself in their shoes briefly, feel those emotions I think I'd like to feel, and then I can look inward after I've had those positive feelings to my own intuition to reconnect with what I'm here to learn with my own bite of ice cream. I think that normally we kind of disconnect ourselves from this ability to appreciate or live through other people because we think we're going to get so jealous and envy it's going to be uncomfortable and too much to bear. So we're going to take ourselves away from those things. And I have no doubt that if your intuition's telling you it's time to step away from the Instagram, that that's what you should do. If your intuition is telling you this isn't serving you, 100% follow its lead. But I think that at the same time, I think we're not giving ourselves enough kind of ninja level mastery, or we can at least play with this idea of can we live vicariously and appreciate without having to own it, without having to have that baby in our own lives, but feel good thinking about that life that we don't have, appreciate those people that do have those lives, and then go back to fully experiencing our own without a loss, without something feeling wrong or missing because we've just had that experience of appreciation for something that we do not quote unquote own. So like I said, maybe this has even come up for some people following my travels that have children or careers that don't lead them to being able to travel for unending amounts of time. They may have homes and furniture and all of those sorts of things. Feel free to live vicariously through my experience. Use your imagination to feel the emotions you'd like to feel as if you're in my shoes. And then don't stay stuck there. That's the big thing. Use your imagination, feel it, imagine it, enjoy it, appreciate it like it's a bite of ice cream. But then 
do reconnect with your own intuition for your own next steps. I personally used to do this last year with Alex and Mimi Icon. I loved following their vlogs. I loved following their world travels. I loved the idea of having a life that was similar to theirs. And what's super crazy and ironic is now my life is actually looking more like theirs than I ever would have possibly imagined that it could. But here's the thing. I used my imagination, I felt the emotions I wanted to feel, and I let it go. I lived every single moment after that fun time of imagination period to follow my intuition. And step by step, my own intuition led me to this place that looks so similar to theirs. I never would have actually imagined it was possible. Well, I mean, I guess I could have said, My ego could have tried to make it happen, but I never could have imagined I would get a phone call about the house and the furniture. That was truly not even within my own control. It just came to me. I never would have imagined so much of this could happen. But the point is, it only happened because I connected with my intuition. I didn't stay stuck in the longing, and I didn't force it to happen with my ego. So if what I was wanting, on the other hand, wasn't aligned with my own intuition, I'm super grateful that I didn't sit there stuck, unhappy, and discontented every single moment because then I would be checking out from any joy or fulfillment I could have experienced had I followed my intuition to a place that was going to be incredible for me that may have looked different. So this isn't about saying that if you use your imagination and connect your intuition, you're going to have every single thing you've looked at on Instagram, but... I will say that if your intuition knows that that will be truly fulfilling to you, doing this imagination thing and then fully living every moment of your life through your intuition will take you to where you want to be, whether it involves anthropology coasters or not. So please keep this in mind. And also remember, the only issue with imagination and thinking about what we want when we don't actually own it is if we believe in the idea that we can only be grateful for what is currently owned in our lives. Like I said, this is kind of going back to this idea that I think is so prevalent right now, that we can only feel emotion that's positive if we already own the thing, the circumstance right now. So here's the idea. I do not have to only be grateful for the beauty of pretty coasters if I buy them. I can appreciate their beauty right now and I don't have to buy them. I can be grateful for my son's new adorable eight-week-old son, Julian, without having to have a son of my own. I can be grateful for the amazing houses that Studio McGee designs and shares on Instagram without owning one. Those things bring me joy. It's only when I believe that I am not allowed to feel joy for them unless I have bought and paid for them, that's when I disconnect from my own well-being. I can feel joy for them and not have them personally in my life. The fact that my friends or family or people that I'm following have those experiences, I can live vicariously and appreciate the joy that they may be feeling without feeling like I am any less well off on my own. As I said, this may be kind of a ninja level master thing. Give this a shot. If your intuition's telling you no, it's time to step away from Instagram, totally do so. I mean, obviously follow your intuition above all, but this might be worth giving a shot. It might be worth considering the fact that we have more ability to use our imagination and experience joy without having to own things than society and marketing lead us to believe. And remember, seeking new things in our lives that do not align with our intuition is, underline this guys, never worth it. 
Seeking new things in our lives that don't align with our intuition is never worth it. I can't believe I have this experience. I can't believe the quote unquote Alex Mimi life (laughs) that I used to say would be so incredible is actually looking so similar to my own life right now. But had my intuition not led me to this path, and I honestly didn't even know consciously that this is where I was headed to at the time, it would not have been worth it to force it. It honestly wouldn't have. The fact that it flowed is the reason that it's so delicious. And I had all of that delicious feeling even just watching their lives and saying how incredible it was and appreciating and living through their experience. We keep thinking we need to own to appreciate, but that is truly doing ourselves a disservice. There are so many people out there having so many incredible experiences. What if we could live vicariously with them and through them and cheer them on and then fully experience our own and recognize that even what we're doing right now is something that someone else could be looking at and living vicariously through us for, even if it doesn't look Instagram perfect. Even if it doesn't look like Mimi and Alex's profile or their vlogs, that doesn't mean that there's not someone in the world that would truly love to have the experiences you're having and the idea that they can appreciate your experience while also not having that experience in their own lives and then returning to their own intuition, that's where the magic happens. That's where we can really have a wide, wide range of experiences and flavors in our lives without having to feel stuffed from eating too much ice cream. We can appreciate our friends that are eating Superman ice cream while we're eating our bite of moose tracks. If we tried to eat all of the bites of ice cream all together, the flavors mixing like Superman with moose tracks and let's see, what else? Neapolitan and sorbet that's raspberry flavored, that would probably taste pretty crappy. To mix all of those things and actually experience them all in one bite would probably suck much more than if we just tasted the bite that we're eating and fully appreciated it. But while we eat the ice cream that we're eating, we can imagine and think about the flavors other people are eating and deliciously experience them without getting a stomach ache from eating 75 scoops of ice cream at one time or in succession. So hopefully this is making sense to you guys. Hopefully this is something that you can play with in your own life. Maybe your intuition's telling you that this isn't where you're at right now. That's totally fine. I think this is a little bit more advanced in the spiritual realm to kind of sit there and say, can I appreciate and have gratitude for things that are not in my life as if they were and not mean that there's a hole in my life because I want those things or that I appreciate those things. Or maybe we can even get to the point where we have to, we can say, I don't even have to want it to appreciate it. That I can say that it is beautiful that my friend has a son and I don't want children. And I can appreciate her experience and live through my imagination with her, get all of that joy and fulfillment from this imagination experience, and then recognize at the same time that our own lives, we don't actually want that and our intuition's not leading us to it. That's kind of awesome to think that we can have so many different experiences and emotions that are positive from those experiences without having to actually own them in our lives at all times. So if you guys, as always, are curious on how to touch base with your intuition, so once you have appreciated those coasters, you can get back to the the focus on where you're at and what you're here to learn right now, go over to JessLively.com slash intuition to learn how to do that writing exercise. And I hope this helps you guys. 
I hope it's something that you consider playing with is can you use your imagination to appreciate and have gratitude for things you do not have to have right now or ever in your lives? Can you just appreciate other people or other experiences without having to quote unquote like gobble it up yourself? Can you appreciate your own bite of ice cream and imagine what the other flavors of ice cream other people are eating at the same time might taste like? And then, like I said, we're not going to stay stuck living vicariously through them. We're going to go back to fully eating our ice cream. But this is where we get to kind of almost eat all the flavors of ice cream without actually mixing them up into a terrible tasting bite of ice cream that we're actually experiencing. We can imagine and come back to our own. And it's not about always having to be imagining. It's not to stay stuck in other people's lives or other experiences. But it is to say that this can be an interesting practice of having more experiences and more gratitude, more appreciation with the present moment and where we're at. And can we look at our own bowl of ice cream and recognize that the blend is going to change over time and that that in and of itself is wonderful, that is great, and it is something that adds the spice to life. So there you have it, guys. I hope this is helping you as much as it's been helping me in this week and recognizing that I do not have to own to appreciate. Now I'm going to share where I'm going to be this week. I am heading to Lisbon to soak up the sun for another week there and see some friends that I've made while I've been there on past trips. I've been getting kind of to the point now where as I'm about to head back in August back to the States that I am really looking for routine, quote unquote. Not that it looks like routine in terms of I eat dinner at the same time every day in the same place every day, but I have been looking forward to going back to the places that feel routine for me, the places that are familiar or seeing people that are familiar. So that's been something I've been looking forward to. And now I'm also starting to look at the questions of what may my life after this trip look like once I get back to the States? Do I stay there? Do I come back here? What the future holds, I'm not sure. I'm very curious to see how it flows. That is where my head is at. So I hope this message has helped you guys. And until next week, may something wonderful happen to you today. 